We are back after Iowa loses to Illinois 9-6, to and we're going to switch it up this week. We're going to yeah. have to take this head on. There is no – you know, no matter what, there's always positive vibes. Um, we're not going to be negative, but it's just – it's a little different story. We are – at this point – it's it's a tough it's a tough it wouldn't we're be fair be real. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't be fair to our listeners if we just kept saying you know what we're totally fine totally fine like shouldn't worry about it at all because you know what right now it's 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 a it's not looking great it's not looking great I think it'd be a soft move if we just said everything's gonna be okay yeah yeah we gotta be real we gotta be real um, be straight up. And it's just, you can't continually say, hey, we look to- if we do this, we'll be good. Like, you know, it's just right now it's, it's not looking good. And there's a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's a college football team. You know, it's, it's hard to fix something like that when right away the same, the same mistakes are, you know, being made. Um, <laughs> We needed this bye week. We did. We did. We need, we need to recuperate, regroup. And again, going back to it though, like there's only so much blame you can put on individual people. Like football is a team sport. Um, obviously, our defense is unreal, phenomenal. <laughs> like they're third in the country. Maybe, probably, they should be up there as the best. Get top three guaranteed. Um, special teams, unreal. The offense looks like crap right now, and it's, it's just simply how you put it. But you know what? Shit happens. Um, it's football when stuff isn't meshing, um, when people aren't on the same page, when you can't, when you're making the same mistakes over and over. It's just it's it's not going to work. Um, it's such a high level of play, and other teams will catch on to it and realize what the weaknesses are and just attack them. Um, but I, like you said, Jack, I think I think this freaking bye week's huge. Um, try and tweak what's going on. Try and try and change up some stuff. Um, see if you can see if you can turn some things around. But um, realistically, you got to look at it and be like, you know, what? our offense is playing like crap. What Just, goes on in an Iowa bye week? To be honest with you, it's just usually preparing for next week. Um, I mean, they have Ohio State next week. It's gonna be. It's going to be a bitch of a matchup. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. A Husky's fucking good. <laughs> they look good. Really good. Um, it's going to be it's going to be an actual uh, a, a major challenge for our defense, which, fine. We got one of the top three defenses in the country. Um, with Michigan, I mean, you can only do so much. And if, if the offense just isn't producing, um, there's not a lot you can do. But, uh, I mean – you, you prepare for Ohio State. Um, the guys that are nicked up, that are banged up, uh, you're going to rest those guys, make sure they're recovered, ready to go, um, keep them off their feet as much as they can, give them more mental reps, have them teaching the younger guys, help them uh, figure out what's going on and what could help their game improve. Um, and just hearing that from another guy, an older guy, it really helps. But it, it's just one of those things where those guys have been playing a lot you got to rest them. You got to keep them 
keep him fresh for Ohio State, especially because it's going to be one of the, the it's going to be one of if not the hardest matchup of the year. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we're being real with you guys because I mean the coaches, the whole team, everyone's being real with each other. Like it's just not, it's just not, it's not a great look right now um, on the offensive side. But like there is things that could change and. I think will change just because they know what to do. They know what's wrong. Um, what do you mean by that? Just they know the mistakes that's going on. They know. They know. What like, would change though? Um, I'd say probably. You know, honestly, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't think anything will change. Um, it's a one eighty. Yeah, I, like, to be honest with you, thinking about it now, there's not a whole lot you can change. Um, yeah. Our offense, it's very young. That's that's the thing that when I said it, it could change, like thinking about it, it really can't just because of the fact that we have so many young guys and all the older guys are trying to stay healthy, fighting through anything they can to stay in the field because um, it's tough to put guys in there that don't know as much as the older guys do and just – don't have the chemistry with the other offensive players that those guys do. So, you know, completely changing what I said, there is, there won't be any change. It's, it's just, it's figuring out what works and what doesn't. And obviously we've been doing a lot of stuff that just doesn't work. So you kind of just got to scratch what's been going on and put some new stuff in place and see how that goes. Yeah. I think it's funny because, you look at the offense and, and I all right, the sad thing about this is this is probably one of the best Iowa defenses that has ever been out there statistically. Um, and that that's more so from like uh just like stopping standpoint. Like they aren't giving up many yards, like the turnovers were there way more last year. Um, like they broke the Iowa record for interceptions. Um, obviously there were a lot more defensive touchdowns last year and that's something we aren't getting this year, which I think is the main, like it shouldn't rest on defensive touchdowns, but that is the main factor of the difference of last year being six and zero, and this year being three and three is we aren't seeing as many defensive touchdowns when the offense has struggled both last year and this year. Um, but this year, what's way different is it does kind of seem like the playbook is still limited with how much time is being given out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not like not not going to rag on anyone. I don't know individually what's going on out there, but it's like, damn, we drop back in the pocket and it's like Spencer gets hit every single play. Like, I don't think we talked about it before this. You don't realize it until I especially realize it when I'm watching it in person. And it's every play he's on the ground, whether the ball's out of his hand or in his hand. Yeah. Which also has created, like, when we can't run the ball, here, I have some statistics that I'm just going to, just going to wrap them out right now. Why not? But I will say, to pinpoint it, I don't think it's the pass game. I don't think it's the run game. I do think it's both. 
<laughs> like it is just all around a mess right now. Yeah. Uh, which is sad. I th- like, I think they have, they, they have the talent on that side of the ball, like completely turn around for that rest of the year. That is the bright side about it is the talent is there. Our skill position players are like actually very athletic, very strong and very able to turn this thing around. But uh, you look at the run game. We're fifth worst in yards per game, 82.2 yards a game. There are running backs who average more than that. Yeah. <laughs> this is four quarters of three, like, you know, three, three down backs, you know, or th- three backs, depending on what drive, what situations we're in. And 82.2, there's something going on with the run game, whether it's blocking, vision, who knows what. But, um, yeah, that's not strong. Pass game, we're at 156.7 yards a game. Um, and then total yards a game, we're at 238.8 yards a game. That's not going to cut it. No. Like, I mean, like, 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 dude, like, not to try and compare it, but, like, it's, it's, it's not going to, like, you go to a betting line and half the quarterbacks over under is 300 yards. Yeah. Like, it's just, and it's, I mean, I'm not saying, like, Iowa's a different offense. Like, overall, it's just, it's it's not like those offenses. It's not going to yeah. be aired out every play. Those guys are getting 300-yard lines because they're airing it out every play. They're um, they're just opening it up. Where offense is a, grind, a, a, a ground pound um, style offense that will throw it once the, once the run game's working to um, suck those safeties in and throw it over them. Um, but like you said, if the run game's not looking good, there's not a whole lot you can do with the pass game. Pardon my yeah. voice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, like you're saying, it's just, it's not going to cut it. And I do agree with you though. That's, that is the bright side. It's the positive thing. Those guys are playing at the university of Iowa for a reason. Like they're mm-hmm. all great players. Every single one of them, every single individually is very good. Um, like you said, Spencer just not having a lot of time in the pocket and, um, I'm sure there's things that the offensive linemen are talking about that they just need to work on. And obviously this bye week, they're going to key in on it. They're going to um, put in the extra hours. I'm sure either watching film or working with each other to get chemistry down, but you got to look at it and realize how young this offense is. Like I'm not, I'm not giving them an excuse to be either playing, but they're young. Um, they all haven't played together for that long. We lost a lot on the offensive line. Um, guys who have played together for a while. So that chemistry left and now it's new guys trying to come together to form new chemistry. And it's tough. Um, It's tough, especially when people are just ragging on the offense 24 seven. And I get it. They're not playing well. They're not playing up to the expectations of the fans, the people. Um, And it's tough to see it. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's, it's just, it's a bummer because I mean, me and Jack are huge Hawkeye fans. Um, we love the Hawks, always will. But um, it's tough to see them just not perform to what you're hoping for. But, like, deep down, everyone knows, like, you know, they're there. It has to be better. It, it has to be better. It has yeah. to be better. And, it, and the players know that, too. It's not they like do. that's a secret. Yeah. Like, going into this bye week, everyone's thinking, like, you know what? Those first games were shit. Just not great. Even the ones they won. 
Um, Nevada, good team win. There you go. That's one that's not shit. 27 nothing. That's a great, that's a great win. And I will say one thing that one we've been talking about and two that you kind of brought up is Iowa is a different a different style where they aren't all flash. Like people were ragging on the video of uh Kirk in the Big Ten coaches. Um, how he said the most overrated stat was offensive yardage. Yeah. Also, people were ragging on it because it got clipped where it was just him saying that. Yeah. One, Mel Tucker's a bigger clown for saying defensive, uh, what, I think it was passing yardage. Yeah, look at that. Obviously, you have the worst defense on earth, and that does matter. Look at you. You lose every game because of it. He's a joke. But (laughs) I've been saying that since the start, ever since we kicked our ass uh, the COVID year. But um, but. Like you look at that, and it's yeah, it's the style of play. Like when Dax in, also Ryan Day, number one offense, also said offensive yards was the most overrated stat. So we can't just rag on Kirk for that. Anyways, uh, but you look at style. Like I look at the Cowboys now. I'm down at Dallas. Like when Dax in, they're throwing it 50 times a game, 40 times a game. You know, like they're throwing the ball so much with Cooper Rush. He threw it 15 times, 10 for 15 last game against the Rams, but they just run it more. Like they don't have many offensive yards, but they they have game management, they have clock management. And it's like it's just a different style of offense. And Cooper Rush is five and zero as a starter. Not this like in total in his career for the Cowboys. This is really last year. Side note, Cooper Rush. So if I would have stayed in Michigan when I lived in Michigan. The high school I went to, Lansing Catholic. I was going to go to Lansing Catholic. That's where he went. All my friends that went to Lansing Catholic are boys of them. He's like, he's a, he's a beast. Side okay. That could have been your quarterback. We can but, yeah, I mean, but they – the style in the yards isn't – like, like game, game management can win you a ball game, but not this low of yardage. Yeah. Like, I think that needs to be stated. I, I feel like we have to be over 300 yards a game for it to be like, okay, this is good game management and good football. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, it, yeah. but also, like, you look at our games so far and the best defenses we've played, hats off to Illinois. They have one of the best defenses in the nation this year. Like, Bielema turned that program around. Michigan, one of the best defenses in the country. Iowa State, I saw, was third. Um, or sorry, we were third. They were, they're third in some stat category where we're number one. I can't think of what, but every team that we've lost to has had incredible defenses in every other team who we've played. That isn't the, all three wins. We've been able to air it out more, get more time in the pocket. And like, you see the playbook expand. But these good defenses, we just don't have any time to open up our playbook. Like, there's no time in the pocket or the backfield for the running back. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a tough first half. But you know, that's what that's what a bye week is for. You know, mm-hmm. like you see, you, you take an evaluation of where you're at um, in the season. They're three and three, should not be three and three. Um, no, and it's that's that's honestly. And that, that's 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 a frustrating part. Um, is like Iowa is known for those those type of games, like those those type of games where it's six, it's nine to six, we, we're losing, 
but we win those games nine to six. We don't lose those games nine to six. Like that's the type of program. Like they always harp. Um, in the fourth quarter, we take them to uh, the deep end, the deep water, and uh, that's where we that's where we shine. You know, that's where we can tread and they can they sink. Um, but right now we're just not doing that. We're not. We're not. It's not. It's not typical Iowa football. This is this is Iowa football. Like how this first half of the season's been, it shit's not going yeah. right. Shit's not going right. The offense is it's doing okay. Defense doing great. But you know what? Even if the offense is okay, they find ways to make plays that will will put will win us the game. And they're just they're just not making those plays. Um, and there's not. And it just goes back to the chemistry and everything. Everything's not clicking right now. And they need to find that way of something that's going to help them click, um, because that is the type of game that Iowa lives for. That's the, the Iowa Wisconsin game is a freaking both teams. Are that's going to be a bloodbath. Ten points almost every year except for last year. <laughs> that is like you expect that it's supposed to be. It's going to be freaking ten to nine. That's the final. <laughs> and like I was going to pull it out because. They freaking thrive in deep water, and other teams don't. They sink. They don't train for that shit. We do. But that Iowa Illinois game is everything. Everything people wanted out of the Iowa Rutgers game. Everything, dude. That's what they want. About every, every Big Ten game. That's what they want. Just a punt off. Just a freaking a bloodbath, dude. And it was. They usually, they're Iowa's built to pull those games out and win, and they're just not doing it right now. And that's that's just not typical Iowa football. And I think they need to realize that. I, 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 my bad. I shouldn't say. It. I think they need to realize that. They do realize that. Um, and people around the, everyone on the team, I'm sure, is harping on each other, saying, "Look, we need to, we need to figure our shit out because this isn't how we usually play." And I'm sure the coaches are letting the guys do that because the coaches can only do so much. So, it's a, uh, it's definitely an analysis time this bye week. Um, but they're like, like you said, the bright side is. Well, what did you say before? What, what's the dark, twisted part about all this? Man, yeah, what the? Yeah, you you let me know. <laughs> we can still win the West. Oh yeah, that That's, is so messed up. And like we have it's, two Big Ten losses and three losses right now, nowhere near ranked, and we can still win the West. Still in the West, like it's it, if if the universe isn't helping. Iowa out as much as they can right now. I mean, they need to take it. Once the ball goes our way, it might be game over for the West. Yeah. It, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a three point shooter. You know, they could go oh for freaking 15. They're not going to stop shooting. All right. Like, you know what? Let's do that. Let's do that right now. We're going to go mid season preview outlook on the rest of the year, knowing what we know right now. Exactly. And like, we always, we always were positive vibes only. We're always like, you know, it's always up from here. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like it has to be up. It has to be. I will say though. And I've said this since. All right. Two points here. One is it bad for Iowa to have one of the best defenses full of NFL players. You look at your freshman year. Well, both of our freshman year. Josie Jewell, Monty Hooker, um, Josh Jackson, Ojemudie, uh, who else was on that team? Hook. And, Monty yeah, Hooker. Yeah. 
Yeah, I said that. I got that. Yeah, the whole secondary. Anthony it was the line. Anthony yep. Allen, Parker Hesse. Epinesa. Epinesa. Um, who's that linebacker? Uh, Josie. Uh, Nick, uh, Ben Neiman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the Neimans. Um, um, everyone's in the NFL. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> and, and same with this one. This is one of the best defenses ever. Is it bad? I don't know. Because that team, what, went 7-5 and five in the regular season, went to the pinstripe ball? Yeah. Yeah, we, we – uh, yeah, we that was but like you look at that year, like you're saying, I love this comparison because I mean, Grant, it's not the same way, but like you look at it, seven and five with a defense like that, yep, like that's crazy, crazy, that's crazy, insane. But we were losing games, we lost that game to Penn State at home that night, oh, game that freaking touchdown, right not over close, the fingertips. They, they weren't closing games, um. What other games we lose? Wisconsin. Wisconsin drove down. Hornybrook drove the full length of the field with three minutes left. But like those kind of games haunt you, and like that's the thing is I I, I agree with you. What was the start of our season that year? I'm I think your first loss, Iowa State. You guys came back. That was the year Akram came back and won. Um, he went crazy at the end there. I think Amir Amir won it at the end. You know what's a perfect? Are you talking about Iowa State? Yeah. You know, so I, but that that game right there, that's an example of a game we're not we shouldn't lose. And we didn't because we grinded. We we had grit that game, dude. Mm-hmm. Like this year at Iowa State, we just we just we couldn't do it. Um all right. So let's see. Starting the year last year or that year. This is the fudge. How do I go to like this end? Keep talking. I got I to find this. Okay, uh, my second. Oh, you got wait, it. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Okay, so we went win, win, win out the gate. Um, so 3-0. 3-0. Uh, Wyoming, they had Josh Allen. Josh Allen. They just weren't that good, though. Iowa State, we went 44-41. That was a great game. They pulled it out. It was crazy. North Texas should have won that game. Boom. I mean, lost a close game to Penn State, lost a close game to Michigan State, came back, dominated Illinois, lost to Northwestern in overtime, and then we—it was—it was—it was a rocky season. That's and right. It was a rocky season. We're—I mean, we're three and three, and it, 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 I would say being three and three is a blessing for how we're playing right now. Like yeah. how the offense is, we 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 could be zero and six. Yeah, is carrying us, and the offense. Not, one and five. Nevada stinks. Yeah, Nevada sucked. But you know what? It's not like we just beat Nevada and lost all five. We beat two other teams that were solid, solid teams. So, being real, there there is still hope. There is still yep. hope, and like. If you're in that, if you're in that football facility right now, everyone's saying, "All right, we made it halfway through the season. We're playing like shit, but you know what? We can turn it around still." And people are gonna start gaining more hope and gaining more hope. And the best thing you can do is give a team hope. So, string a couple wins together. You never know what could happen, dude. Uh, my second take is this is true for basketball and football. I think it's an Iowa curse where. Anytime we get 
good enough or like national hype or anything. Like we always, even if we don't have it, we always want to make sure we are low enough profile where we're never the favorite. Like we will lose until we either, like if we're ranked, we'll lose that game just so we aren't ranked. Like if we're really high up number two, we'll lose a couple games just so we aren't ranked. Like every single time. Cause I think back one last year, we get to number two. Basketball, you go back to Jared Utah's year, we got all the way up to number two and then just lost basically the rest of the regular season. Uh, like, it's just like, it's an Iowa thing where if you are too, ranked too high, it's like, maybe let's pump the brakes and lose a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah, dude, I just, I mean, you've known, to be honest, you've known Iowa longer than I have, way longer than I have. You've been an Iowa fan way longer. Um, the first time I became an Iowa fan was my freshman year of college when I played for them. Um, I will say it is fun going into a game where it's a ranked opponent and Iowa is not ranked mm-hmm. because everyone knows in the back of their mind, you know what, even this year, you know, you know what, this, this could be a bloodbath. We could get spanked. But it's Iowa, dude. You never know. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. About the that's what I'm saying about the rest of the season is we may have had a shit start, but you really do not know what could happen the second half of the season. And being being someone inside that football facility, those guys are thinking the same thing. And they're I'm telling you, dude, gets me jazzed up talking about it. Like people are getting fired up. They're fired up. And you know what, Ohio State, even if they go out, even if they go out and lose to Ohio State, which you know what? Right now, the way it's looking, probably will happen. But it's a good start. Because then you find out where you start, where you improve from from a team like Michigan. You put up a fight against Ohio State, I'm telling you, the rest of the season is promising. Mm-hmm. If you lay down and let Ohio State just walk over you, it's a different story for the rest of the season. Spoiler alert, I think everyone chalked it up as a loss already. Exactly. That, and that's what I'm saying. You, you, you really that's that's the that's the that is why I love college football more than any sport. It doesn't matter what the rank is, who the team is, mm-hmm. anyone can show up on any given day and shock the nation, baby. It would be such an Iowa thing to just go into Ohio State, win, and then basically win out. And somehow lose to Nebraska the last week to win the West. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that doesn't happen. I don't think it will. Um, but yeah, I like I, I do think it looks promising. It's like you look at the way the offense or the defense has been running this year, and it's like people can't really move the ball. Like Michigan. Putting up big numbers and they just did not against us. Um, Ohio State will be a real good test to see how good, not how good they really are because we know they're really good, but it'll be it'll be a really good test on them. So uh, that'll be a fun game. Yeah. Let's go through the schedule. Yeah, let's do it. We're we're bye week. It's dead center of the season. Three and three. Will we make a bowl game? Let's find out. Ohio State, I'm still chalking that up as a loss. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up as a loss, but 
again, like I'm saying, dude, I think I think the rest of the year, this is why it's promising. The rest of the year. Well, we're going every, game by game. I know. This is just a checkup. Every okay. single team on the rest of the schedule is going to sit, think this is a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. Like defensively. Every defense mm-hmm. is going to think these guys suck. And you know what? That is the greatest thing you can have on your side as an offense because you can freaking do whatever you – you could shock those guys, and they will—they will not. They know might even be right, but yeah. we could still come out and yeah. score a couple touchdowns. Yeah, shit. All it takes is one, and we've figured that out on a few games. It's true, dude. I'm telling you. All it's, it takes uh, is one, and make and 100% field goals and a touchdown, and we win every game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's just. You know what? No matter what, even if I'm bummed, even if me and you are bummed out for this first half of the season, we got six more games left in the regular season. Yeah, it's doable. I am, I am gonna be honest. Before we get into it, that was my largest bet I ever threw, and my exact reasoning was: I have a few Twitter accounts who I just love, like following. I I will admit the fans have every right to have every side of their opinions. Like I love all the opinions. Cause it I, like that, that's healthy. I it, like our rant earlier in the year was, I hate when reporters clip certain things to make it look like somebody either said something bad, like don't take stuff out of context. Fans have all the opinions you want. Cause they're awesome. Like you learn so much. Uh, but anyways, that, that was a little side note, but, uh yeah, I've, uh, I follow a few accounts, but one of them, I had the exact reasoning. Uh, shout out Ray Ortega. Great, great tweet on, I think it was last Friday or something. But Illinois hadn't beaten anyone legit. Like, all their wins, and they lost to Indiana. Like, that's a game we should have won. And for that, that was my biggest bet I've ever thrown. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't hit. It didn't yeah. hit. I actually, you know what? Iowa, another positive. Iowa won money for me. They covered the three and a half spread by losing by yeah. three. I'm so. a big forget the points guy. Yeah. Yeah. My jailbreak bet to get back was Raiders money line the other day. That didn't hit either. <laughs> Stretch for the boys. Uh, all right. Second game, Northwestern home game for us. Easy win. It's yeah. They should put. A, they should kick Northwestern's ass. Yeah, I think Northwestern has a really good defense, but they have a worse offense than we. No, have. I would not say they're really good. compared to their past, dude. They had what's his no. name, Greg. Greg Northwestern North had a uh, Greg Newsom Jr. or Greg Newsom uh-huh. second. He was filthy, and then he they had so Patty good. Fisher. They had some. They had a linebacker who was there for like five straight years. Started all five years. Dude was a beast. I'm telling you, their defense ain't the same. Yeah, it's not the same, but um, it's the best part of their team. Their team sucks. So, yes, exactly. Their highlight. They're nowhere near Iowa's, but um, they did hold Penn State to 17 points. I don't think Penn State's that good. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna take Michigan this week. But. Yeah, so, all right. We're both on board for a win against Northwestern. Purdue, the Charlie Jones-Riley Moss revenge game, and I think there is bad blood there. I think it's going to be interesting. I, I, 
I'm gonna be honest. With you. I think I think I think that's the game I am most excited about watching. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm going to Columbus. I just booked my flights. I'm going to Columbus now, and I'm going to Purdue. Fuck, dude. I'm, I think I'm going to Wisconsin. You should come to Purdue too. Go back to back weeks. Yeah, I can't. I don't think I can that weekend. My parents are coming out. I was. I think they're coming. Is that November fourth? Yep. Yeah, my parents are coming to Charleston that week. Oof. Um, um, yeah. But I think there's legit bad blood. Like Riley Moss is going to want to shut Chuck down. Yeah, dude. I. I'm not gonna put Riley on the whole game. I think it's gonna be sweet. Yeah. It's gonna be. I mean, it's. I don't know how to. Purdue competitive bad blood. No. Yeah, Purdue always gives us trouble, and now they have two weapons that we used to have, who are pretty filthy. Chuck Sizzle and Tyrone. Three ball. The three ball. That's just gonna be a hate game for Iowa. Man, dude, it's gonna be awesome. That'll be fun. I'm, I'm I think we're just saving all of our turnovers, like defensive touchdowns, for Purdue. Yeah. You know what? I, another prediction is another in the second half of the season. I think the defense is going to be way more ballsy. Mm. I think the corners are going to start jumping passes. I think the safeties are going to stay back. I, I don't know. I, I think if I'm the defense – I'm thinking we got to help the offense out because they're, they're just not – things aren't clicking right now. You got to take chances because even if they're playing the best game they can, it may not be good enough if the offense isn't playing well. You take chances, big risk, big reward. You never know, dude. But I'm, I, I don't know the hell I'm talking about defensively. So just a random thought. But that, That's going to be an awesome game, though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, who do you think who, who do you think comes out of that one? Uh, I'm going Iowa all the way. That's a revenge game from last year, being upset in Kinnick, plus a Charlie and Tyrone hate game. Yeah, it's gonna be it'll be interesting. And then the next week, you're going to Wisconsin for this, or you're yeah, you're going to Iowa yeah. City for the Wait, Wisconsin. Going back game. to the Purdue game, I I don't I, I'm still jury's still out for me on who's gonna win that game. Win. Hey, you know what? Fuck it. We that was us being real, and here's us also being real. Going back to the first game, Ohio State, you know, loss. Northwestern, ass kicking. We kicked their ass. Iowa, Purdue, win. Wisconsin, Iowa. We kicked their ass. Iowa, Minnesota, ass kicking. Nebraska, like I don't even know what a bigger word for ass kicking is. Fuck. We're Nebraska. we're gonna we're gonna end their program. Death penalty to Nebraska. Yeah, they're done. They're gonna be. They're just. They're not even gonna be able to find a coach to coach their team. They're gonna have to get rid of the whole football program. They have to cut it. They're getting. They're dead. Sellout streak dies. First game next year because Iowa kicked their ass so bad, even though Salad Streak's fraud. Iowa season win over seven and a half. Let's say we lose to Ohio State. Whatever. That means we have four losses. Win out and you're at eight wins. Northwestern. Ask it. Purdue. We win. Wisconsin. 
ass kicking. Minnesota. Just kicking of ass. Nebraska. Um, what's what do I say? Uh, a Torrid Taylor punt to the ass. <laughs> wow. That's king ass that. You don't want to feel that. No. That's what I did. To, that's what I did to him in ping pong. That would be the Dan Campbell, a guy with one ass cheek. Yes. If if Tory ever punted it into a guy's ass. Yeah. It just the wow. football. If he punted a football into a person's ass, the football would replace a cheek. It just yes. it just be stuck in there. <laughs> It'd be nuts. So I was eight and four, and winning the West. I like it. Big Ten West champs. I like it. But um, all right, we're back right. on the horse. Ah, that's we're how we're reeled back. back in. And that's I. And honestly, real talk, I think Iowa has that ability. And I, I, mm-hmm. I do think I think they will turn it around. I know I said that before. That was during the season. But that's my honest opinion. I know how the program works. I know how people think in that program and in that facility. And everyone's working to turn the season around, and I think they can do it. All right. Also, another thing I want to talk about. Me and Forrester are talking about this. Just saw a Facebook post. Do you want to read this, Forrester? Yeah, here, let's read the post. Uh, um, let me see. Just sign. All right. So this it's is from, it's from Julian Pat- Vanderson. Yeah, it's a screenshot. So he tweeted it. Um, this is a Facebook post from Pat Angerer, stud linebacker for the Hawkeyes way back when. Um, also played for the Colts. Went up to the Iowa football practice today with a teammate of mine you all know. Both of us 10-plus years removed from playing at Iowa. We have nothing left to offer the staff. No more tackles left in us. But as soon as we walked in, we were met with hugs from current staff. Damn near every single one, laughing about old memories like nothing had changed. Players took the time to come introduce themselves, shake our hands, look us in the eye, and say hello. Ray, the head strength coach, led a player through a workout that hasn't played a snap of Iowa football for 10-plus years. Same thing Coach Doyle did. All while Coach Ferentz watched and encouraged him. Teammate of ours, Joe Conklin, current university employee, took time to meet with us. We were invited to eat lunch with them while Coach Ray and Coach Ferentz took more time out of their day to eat with us and make sure we were taken care of. I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but I think people on the outside need to understand that it's not about your time at Iowa, not just about your time at Iowa. They don't just care about you when you can help them win games. They don't chew you up and spit you out and move on to the next one. You're a brother forever. So... Expanding off of the, uh, that post, I was there for Iowa State week. Um, Friday practice. Friday practice is like an, it's a quick hour practice. Everyone's indoor. Um, coaches, everyone's pretty focused up. Going there with Sam Branks. Um, he's one of the guys. He's, he's kind of helping with like player development now. Played with him when I was a freshman. He's an absolute man. Um, walked in there. Was hanging out in Sam's office. Ben Hansen. One of the main guys in charge of player development, coolest guy ever. I'm gonna say this a lot because every single person I know there is the coolest guy ever. Um, I mean, the coaches would walk past the door and act like 
then seeming years and were like super cool. Everyone, like Coach Parker came up to me. I didn't interact with Coach Parker a lot when I was in, at, at Iowa because I was on offense. Um, he was usually just shit talking to me, saying I was soft, and, which, yeah, I was soft. And I just did kick my ass sometimes. Um, <laughs> he walked in, biggest smile on his face, shook my hand, asked how I was doing. Every coach that walked past me did that. I saw Cope, my receivers coach, the man. I walked up after practice, right up to Coach Ferentz, shook my hand, asked me how I was doing. said, it's great to see me. Obviously, he had stuff to go do because it was a Friday practice. Brian came up to me. He goes, it's great to see you, Max. Seriously, great to see you. You know, it's just like like that. The coaches, it's such a family environment, and they care so much more about you being a man than a football player. A football player to them, obviously, it's a big responsibility. It's their job. But they really, really care more about how you turn out as a person. And I think they do such a great job with it. And I think that's important because the way they do that and the way they promote family atmosphere or family culture, it brings people together. And that's what makes a team good. A team that has chemistry and has a great culture. They all get on board and they work towards the same goal. And that's winning and win the big 10 championship. Obviously somehow we could win the West still, and you never know, but (laughs) going back off that post, like, Everyone, it is it is a brotherhood, it is a family. Coach Woods came up to me, asked where I'm at. Charleston heard a lot about it. They want to come down, him and his wife visit. It is like, it felt like I never left. It really did. And I haven't been gone for that long at all. And I thought going in there would be weird. I thought it would be uncomfortable because everyone says it's never the same when you go back. And you know what? It was the same. It was the exact same. And that's what it made me sad leaving it because it's such a great place and the people are so great there. Coach Ferentz, Brian Ferentz, freaking Coach Parker, Cope, every single coach I know, they're awesome. And they care about you and they love you and it's a family atmosphere. And they care more about you being a better man than they do a football player. And that's just what makes Iowa so great. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. Uh, Phil Parker was one of the main guys because you probably didn't talk to him basically ever in I, don't think I, I don't think i ever had a, like to be I, I don't think i ever had a sit-down conversation with coach, coach parker once and <laughs> I, I, he walked in and literally like hey shook my hand he's like i heard you're down south like south i'm like yeah south carolina i'm like this is sweet like I'm, this is awesome <laughs> like this is this is so cool and like i walked down i walked down to the the, the field like everyone's coming up dapping me up like all the players like it really like and like that's how it was when I was there. When someone would come back that you were like friends with, like, and even if you weren't friends, you'd still go up and say what's up. Like, it's just it's exciting to see the people that you go through such hard, like grinding times with, like in the off season. Then you're you go through ups and downs with them. Like that's the type. It's just it's just it's so cool. And I I, I truly believe Iowa is a different atmosphere than a lot, if not most colleges in the country. Oh, 100%. They, I mean, they have two college coaches in the last 40 years at one program. Like, you have a culture that's built, established. Like, if you go to Iowa, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you do. I, I mean, I've been seeing a ton of a ton of Twitter accounts, like, fire everyone, fire everyone, Kirk, retire. Yeah, it's fair to have that take, like, whatever. Sure, we might be old. Sure, we might be three and three. But, like, the damage that it would do is – far more than 
what the come up could be. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would be wary on that. Uh, especially with, I mean, we talked about it last week, but like one with recruits, uh, but two, the culture, like if you just disrupt an entire coaching staff and take out a full cult culture, also does Phil Parker leave if Kirk's gone? I don't know, but yeah. it's like, there's so many question marks to that. And it's like, you just see like the culture so great and the love they have for former players of which there's a lot of NFL players right now and two current players, how much they love the coaching staff. It's uh, it's cool, dude. Like it's it's just, it really is. It's it's a different place. And going off, getting away from that tangent. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of fix, a lot of fix, a lot to look into. Um, within, if if you're a player, you're looking at within within yourself. What can you do to make the team better? Try and help turn it around. What can you do to help make others better? Um, you know what? Screw, screw getting upset about it because you can get upset about it. And what's that do? It just makes you mad. It, what's more fun? Getting upset about it and just yelling at your TV or thinking, you know what? Next week, fuck it. We can we could win next week. Yeah. You never know. Win the week. I'm I'm calling the bye week a win. Yes. We're, we're, we're getting better this week. We're technically four and three. Yep. Also, we went through it. We're going to end eight and four, win the West. I'm back on the horse. You know yeah. what? We started. I'm fired up. I'm fired if there's up. one thing to take away from this episode, there's improvements to be made. We're making them. We're winning the West. Let's go to Columbus. Yeah. And we're, you know what? And we're not, like you said, we're not shitting on the offense. No. We're not, we're not we're shitting just, on the We're offense, being real. Everyone's saying, thinking it. We're saying how it is. The offense we can't is be frauds. We can't be frauds. The offense looks bad. Defense looks great. Special teams looks great. Offense, you turn it around, you fix that. You make We're some improvements. We're freaking eight and four, dude. We might even be nine and three. Let's come go on to Columbus. You never know. Let's I don't just care. Shock the nation. Let's shock the nation. Shock them. Let's go. Big noon kickoff. Fox. Columbus. Fired up. Iowa. You know what? And you know what? Even if you 55 24. Come on. Now it's going to be 60 to 20. We're going to win by 40. All right, you know what? That's pushing it. <laughs> There's 40. the line. There's the line. Yeah. It's, 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 but you know what? If you're a fan, this, this season's been tough. You're still going to sit down and watch an Ohio State game. Ride the journey. Ride yeah. the journey. It may be frustrating at points. Shit gets Rem- frustrating. Life you know what? Shit's going to hit the fan. You know what? You pick yourself up, you sit down, you still cheer for your team. Because you if you're not them. having fun, I want you to remember June 3rd this year. Just paint a picture in your head. It's June 3rd. I don't know what day that was. I don't know what day of the week. What were you thinking about? Probably thinking about Iowa football. How are we going to be this year? Drawing up each game. You've looked at the schedule five times. Wow, is our record going to be seven and five, or are we going to be twelve and zero? Question, great question. But I want you to say we're only six games in. We have six games left. We get to watch football the rest of the season, and we're still in it to win the West. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Would you rather have a three and three team 
have a second half of the season left and you don't know what's going to happen? Or would you, like you said, would you rather be sitting there June 3rd thinking, damn, I still got to wait some months till football starts? You know what? We're in the thick of it. Pick your head up. Start cheering for your team. Let's fucking go. That's right. I will say we are the best fan base. I live with all Oklahoma kids there. Like my whole group down here is basically Oklahoma kids. That fan base sucks. Like if they aren't winning by 14, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If they aren't winning by 14, they give up on their team. Right now, they, they're like, I'm not even going to watch the game this week. Oh, Iowa fans say that a bunch. And then, like, I see it on Twitter every week. I'm not going to watch the game. And then they'll tweet about the game the whole time because they're so yeah. invested. It's awesome. I love that. Like, we care so much that we're like, this team runs my life. I'm never going to get involved. Like, I can't get too into it. And then it's like, damn it, wrote me back in. I love yeah. that. That's the way a fan base should be. That's the Hawkeye way. 100%. 100%. It, 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 it. it is great. You know what? Tweet your shit. I love I love the tweets. But you come back. <laughs> I love them so much. You come back. You're still going to be watching the game. doesn't matter. What else you got to do? Nothing. You're a Hawkeye fan. No. You're going to watch the game. Yep. That's right. I love Like, the fans are awesome. Like, they'll travel to Columbus. We're 3-3, three and three and we're still going to travel to yeah. the there best be, offense in the country. There could be, be some dude shitting on Spencer. All day in Twitter. That guy might be front row in Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Be like, let's and he'd be, and he'd be cheered let's go Spencer. get him. Yeah. They just want the best. They want they the do. best. And I respect that. I respect it. But they don't give up. No. Best fans. You know what? Either is our fucking team. They don't give up. That's right. Halfway. It ain't the end yet. It's time to fight for Iowa. <laughs> Watch some hype videos oh, after this. <laughs> oh, dude! Wow! Yeah, I, might go, I might go out in my in the street and run some routes. I'm fired up. <laughs> yeah. It's, wow. All right. Well, let's go win the West then. We can wrap it up. That's a good way to end. I like it. All right. We'll see you next week. We'll have a guest next week. Again, we aren't having guests when we lose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Bye week. We're considering this a win. We'll have a guest next week. So. Uh, everyone have a great week. Go Hawks right back at it. Prepare yourselves for Columbus. Hey, we got.